Hi, this is Brianna, and you are listening to Oh Brother, Your Favorite Big Brother Podcast. It is just me today because I'm actually going on a vacation next week, so there will be a little hiatus um, from the podcast, but I would like you guys to check out some of the other amazing Big Brother podcasts out there. One I wanted to shout out is um, Julie Girl Podcast. Uh, They have shouted me out in the past, and those two are hilarious. So if you're looking for someone to listen to in my absence, check them out next week. Although I don't have a guest today because I am in like frenzy packing mode, I am streaming live on TV Co. If you don't already have the app, you should download it because I do live streams on there every week for Big Brother. And I think my friends on TV Co. are going to help me out this episode and serve sort of as my guests. Um, Before we even start getting into episode 21, Jaden C. wrote, did you hear about Bella breaking up with Nick on Twitter? Yes, I did. Um, She is sort of confusing me because initially, if you guys haven't been following um, her on Twitter or any of that drama, for a while she had been tweeting stuff about how she didn't appreciate that Annalise was all over Nick. Now, I didn't appreciate that out of her just because it's always the woman who is blamed when Annalise isn't the one in a relationship that told somebody that they loved someone. Nick is, and Nick is the one who's all over her more so than her all over him. So I didn't think it was fair that Bella was really blaming her. Well, I think Bella started to realize that she made a mistake because she ended up tweeting that Essentially, she can no longer support Nick and she's not sure where they go from here, but like she can't support him. But then she tweeted after that that maybe they can discuss it when he gets out of the house. So I'm like, maybe she's hoping he wins the like half million and then she'll get back with him or something like that, Um, which would be a little shady, but it's Bella. So I wouldn't be surprised. But then today she or last night during the HOH comp, she tweeted something like, well, when people like talk about Nick like he wins comps so it was almost like she was kind of like defending him or on his side so I don't think she really knows where her head's at I do get it that like it must be hard to watch somebody who you spent every single minute of every single day with inside a house like cuddling with all these people also Nick is just being really creepy um he is all over Annalise, all over Tommy, and not that that's necessarily a bad thing, but when you're literally in a relationship with someone who is watching your every move, that's weird. Like, lay off. At that point, you need to, like, chill out or not get into a relationship if that's what you want to be doing. So, Jaden, thank you for bringing that up. It's definitely a hot topic of conversation, and I would like to know what you guys think. So, let me know on Twitter at it's me Bree Lee. Use use the hashtag Oh Brother Podcast and let me know. Do you think that Bella was right to break up with him? Do you think Twitter was the place to do it? And what do you think of Nick's actions in the house? So we're gonna jump right in now to episode twenty one, Sunday's episode, and this is immediately after Tommy wins HOH. Of course, we're all a little bit upset, but the um, field trip competition was still coming up. So at this point, we were hopeful that. Uh, one of the people that we didn't like would end up on the block. So the episode starts out with Tommy just being utterly obsessed with getting the six back together and everyone else basically being like, look, it's not going to happen. I can see why Tommy really wanted the six to get back together. 
I think Tommy is somebody who is really reliant on community. Um, He seems like somebody who, I mean, being like a Broadway dancer, I feel like he's probably somebody who likes to be around a lot of people, has lots of friends. So he sort of enjoys like that community. And also it's just a numbers game. Like if you have a group of six, you're going to most of the time be in the majority. So I get it. But Tommy, you just need to stop trying to make six happen fetch is not going to happen Tommy leave it alone because if you just keep trying and pushing it you're just going to end up making situations worse for yourself and we kind of see that happen later on um, in the week but we will get there eventually we also see Holly trying to mend fences sort of with both sides of the house with the Jess and Nicole side trying to form some sort of relationship with them she we also see her mending fences with her former alliance members and jackson kind of just tags along with her um which the two of them being such a bonded showmance is clearly not good for their game everybody basically is gunning for them now but at this point i don't think there's anything that they can they're going to be able to do to take the sort of giant target off their backs So Tommy starts talking about what he wants to do with his nominations. So Tommy, a.k.a. Penishead, decides that he wants to put up Kat and Cliff and then potentially take Cliff down and put Nicole up as a replacement nominee. But regardless of what happens, he says that Cliff's not his target and he really wants to get a girl out of the house. I don't know why Tommy was so dead set on getting a woman out of the house, uh, but it seemed like that was his main goal. Um, During this time when Tommy was sort of trying to figure out what he was going to do with his nominations, I started to realize how great he is at jury management, which scares me a little bit because I don't want Tommy to win the game. And I feel like if he makes it to final two, regardless of who he sits next to, I think he will win it. Um, The reason I say he has good jury management is like, and people on Twitter have been talking about how annoying it is every time somebody walks in the room oh my god I love you it's my favorite person yes like let's talk and he has that attitude with everybody in the house everybody in the house feels like they're Tommy's best friend or like that Tommy loves them so it's a little bit scary Jaden's saying that Tommy wanted to get the women out because he's worried that the girls will take over um I guess I could see that but at the same time, we've seen all girls' alliances not work in the past. I mean, Black Widows, for example. Um, I could see why Tommy might think that, but I think he's wrong in that respect. If he should be trying to get any girl out, it should be Christy. I mean, obviously, that wouldn't be good for his game, but she is one of the, I think, most powerful women in the house right now. And if not Christy, I think his target probably should have been Holly and not Kat. But what are we going to do now? This happens twice this week, at least um, in the actual episodes. I'm not sure how often in the live feeds this happened, but we see Kat really upset and then Jackson is comforting her, which was a little bit weird and a little bit creepy because of their past relationship. Um, They were kind of like friends with benefits and then Jackson dumped her saying oh we can't be in a showmance and Kat was like I didn't even think we were in a showmance and then he ended up in a different showmance so just the fact that he was uncomforting her was a little bit weird I mean I guess like he's just trying to be nice or trying to get some sort of like sympathy out of Kat 
if he does end up in final two. I don't know what his motive was there, but um, Jackson tells her that if she goes up, he'll vote to keep her. Kat goes to Tommy and says that there's murmurings the six is getting back together. And Tommy denies, 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 but she can totally tell that he's lying. He has certain, like, telltale signs. He sits up really straight. He, like, bites his lip and stuff. And as Kat is saying these are all the things that Tommy does when he's lying, he literally does all of those things. That's not happening. That's not happening. Okay, that definitely is happening. Tommy is the worst liar in the entire house. Also, the six doesn't exist anymore at all. I can always tell when he's lying because his posture stiffens and he curls his bottom lip. I've seen him lie to my face so many times that I don't buy it anymore. Um, so although he is a very good at his social game, maybe not the best liar ever. So at this point, I think Kat starts to realize that like something is going on and she's not a part of it. So then we get to America's field trip. And the best part about this was that initially they thought it was a luxury competition and I had to laugh because it couldn't be further from that. Who else said luxury comp this morning? Because I know I did. But then they find out exactly what it is. We all know what the field trip competition was. Um, so I'm not going to bother going through explaining it. But they're all terrified at this point. And it's revealed that Jackson, Sis, and Christy were voted for America's field trip. And Sis says, I love you, America, but I'm going to throw up. And I think that's probably the most uh, accurate reaction or like the most expected reaction out of sis i love you america but i'm gonna throw up she's just very nervous um i did appreciate that jackson was a, a little bit more realistic basically saying i know that i'm not america's favorite right now because they voted me for this competition that has more punishments than um rewards so he was like I'm just going to take it as it is and do what I can with it and just hope that I can pull out the safety. And if not, I'll go from there. I get picked and I love it. I like to gamble, but it's probably not because I'm America's favorite. Probably the opposite, but I'm not going to lose any sleep over it. Y'all gave me an opportunity to guarantee my safety this week and I'm going to do everything I can to make the most of it. Christy, of course, cries her eyes out because she knows she's disliked by America. And I think that Christy is one of those people that really needs to be liked by others so uh she's very upset which i mean nothing new she gets upset about everything the weirdest thing about this whole thing is that sis offers to tommy to throw the competition because she says she knows she's not a target which makes literally zero sense because one you have a chance at safety for the week so regardless if you're a target or not you should try to gun for that if you come in second place, you're going to get a punishment, which, of course, isn't as bad as being a third nom. But although Sis maybe is not the biggest target in the house, if she went up as a third nominee, I think she would have gone home. Because if if three nominees went up, and it's Cliff, and it's Cat and it's Sis, if all of them stayed after Vito and Sis was on the block, I think she would have gone home. The only votes they would have needed to get the third person out was three. So they could have had Holly... Jackson and Nicole or Jess or somebody vote sis out and then she would have gone home so that was probably the dumbest thing she could have done 
I mean, luckily for her, it didn't work out in the end, but I didn't think that was a very smart decision on her part. So we get to the actual competition, and it is called Eggscape the Coop. Big brother coming in with the puns here. And it's basically like that egg competition where they have to feed the egg through the chicken wire. And then there's like the bird or the chicken on top that comes down to smash the eggs. And after they get the egg all the way down, they have to roll it along a little platform to knock down the letters that spell the word safe. Of course, we know Jackson wins it, which surprisingly, I actually was kind of rooting for Jackson to win it. Not because I like Jackson or because I want him to go far in the game, but I know at that point that he would target um, Christy and Tommy. And also, I really wanted Christy to be the one to end up on the block. I predicted it last um, podcast episode, so I was pretty excited that she did end up on the block. Of course, Christy lost and Sis came in second place. But Sis actually really was trying to throw the competition. Christy was just so awful at it that she couldn't do it, Um, which I thought was kind of funny because I had already known before watching the episode just from live feeds and stuff that um, Christy did end up as the third nominee. So then when I saw in the episode that Sis was saying that she was going to throw it, I was like, wait a minute, when did that change? Because literally up until or up until like the middle of the competition, she still was trying to throw it. Christy just ended up being so awful at it that she had no choice but to go ahead and take the second place punishment. Then we got another funny line from Kat. She said, it's like I manifested this whole thing. Christy being the third nominee is the best case scenario that could have possibly happened. So many people are fed up with Christy that the chances of her getting evicted this week are pretty good. It's almost like the universe just brought it to me and I manifested this entire thing. And of course it was a jab at Christy, so I thought it was hilarious and I'm really gonna miss Kat's little one-liners this season. Hopefully there's a chance maybe she'll end up back in the house at some point. So, of course, Christy is frantic. Anytime anything happens that doesn't go her way, she freaks out, kind of like a child. And Nick tries to comfort her, saying that he'll use the veto on her. And I think he meant it. Um, Nick doesn't really have anybody in the house, so he's trying to do anything that he can to gain some sort of loyalty with people. Also, can we talk about his earrings? He's, like, wearing some sort of silver, silver hoop earrings. And I'm not necessarily one to judge someone's fashion choices. Like, you do you, do whatever you want. But I just found it to be an odd choice on his part. Like, were they his earrings? I never noticed them before. Were there someone else's earrings? I'm not really sure what was going on there, but he was wearing some silver hoop earrings that I found a little bit questionable. And then, of course, we get Sis's punishment, where she has to wear the chicken costume and make eggs and lay eggs in the backyard and all that shit and poor Nicole with the birds I talked about this on a previous podcast episode but one of my very good friends um is also terrified of birds so it kind of reminded me of her that Nicole was like so freaked out by it so at this point Kat is still chatting with Tommy about what can she do to keep herself off the block and she says to Tommy that she'll vote to keep Christy if he doesn't put her up which was a pretty smart I think thing to say because at this point it comes down to a numbers game and if they were nervous that Christy was going to go home they should have put up people who 
probably would have voted um, her out of the House just to keep those numbers on their side. Of course, we know that doesn't really work to Kat's advantage because Tommy does nominate Cliff and Kat with Kat as his main target. So, unfortunately, two of Cliff's angels are now on the block after their stellar week that they just had prior, which was a little bit sad. Now we can move on to episode 22, which is Wednesday's episode that started off with a lot of tears. And at this point, I am sick of them. I mean, if I were in the Big Brother house, I probably would be the same way. I'd probably be very emotional. But there comes a point when I just can't do it anymore. It was Kat, then it was Christy, then it was Kat, then it was Christy. Like, everybody is crying. Everybody, at the drop of a hat, like, they're bawling their eyes out. So, I'm a little bit over the tears at this point um, from both of them. Christie's, in my opinion, are more annoying, but I kind of enjoy seeing Christie cry, which sounds really awful, but I'm not a Christie fan. So the cat tears are annoying, but also I hate seeing cat cry. So the tears were not my favorite part of this episode. Um, again, we see Nick agreeing to play in the veto for Christie, which I guess for Nick's game is probably a good idea just to get him on sort of like the more powerful side of the house and sort of he's going towards who does have the power at the time. So I guess it kind of makes sense, but I think eventually it's going to come back to bite him because he's sort of playing all sides of the house at this point. Again, Jackson is comforting Kat, which is super awkward. Um, She's in the boat room with Jess and he's hugging her and saying, like, don't worry about it. He's going to play for her in the veto, blah, blah, blah. But the second he walks out the door, Jess was like, do not pick him for veto. And she's like, are you kidding me? I am not. Kat was like, I am definitely not going to pick him. If I'm going to pick anybody, it's going to be you. So she says that if she does get house guest choice, she will choose um, Jess. I love you in this house. If you want someone to play in the veto, if you get house guest choice, I'd love to play for you. Thank you. Seriously. I appreciate that. Love you, Kit Kat. I'm picking you. Is that okay? So when it comes down to picking players for the veto competition, it's, of course, the three nominees, the HOH. Then Christy gets the opportunity to choose someone, and she does indeed choose Nick, which for Nick's game, I guess, is good. But also, um, it sort of is a telltale sign to the other people in the house that, oh, well, Christy picked Nick, so she must feel like Nick's going to use the veto on her. Um, so it kind of draws a line in the sand there. And then Cliff chooses Mickey, which at first I was like, Mickey, why would you pick him? But he is a really, really, um, strong competitor. And it actually was kind of a smart choice because I think Mickey was probably somebody who you'd assume would have a good chance at winning the competition. And he is dead set against Christie. So if he won it, um, he probably would keep the nominations the same, which, is best case scenario for Cliff, aside from obviously pulling himself off the block. So then I briefly mentioned it earlier, but I wanted to talk about this Tommy and Nick romance that's happening again, like regardless of whether Nick is into guys or not, I think um, it's just not fair to Bella, regardless if it this is supposed to just be like friendly. It's weird. Nick says that he has a crush on Tommy. Tommy loves Nick. And again, it 
in this situation, Tommy is not at fault because Tommy's not the one in a committed relationship. Nick is. So it's just weird. They're cuddling in the bed together. I heard um, on the live feeds there was like a moment where Nick was putting his feet all over Tommy's junk, which is a little bit uh, questionable um, behavior there. And then also constantly asking Tommy if he can sleep in the HOH bed with him. Like, it's just all a little bit strange. I love Tommy. I have a crush on Tommy. We cuddle almost every night. I love you, Nick. Me too. You look at me like you're in love with me. I love it. Same. Come here. Aw. I always mess around with him. Can you keep tickling my legs with the your foot? That's really nice. Tommy's a very attractive guy. Tommy's a very attractive guy. Bro, this, Tommy's hot. Tommy's yeah, hot so here, bro. Wow. I think Tommy's the cutest thing ever. He is a little tiny for me, though. Nick is so handsome. He's got his tattoos. He's got his swag. Nick is amazing. Aw, you guys are so cute. You guys are really the, the cutest showmans here, I gotta be honest. We're not a showmance. We're a friend mans. I always tell Nick that if he was playing for my team, you know, maybe things would work out. But he doesn't play for my team. He made me blush. <laughs> So, I don't know. Cliff, I mean, Nick just seems like somebody... Nick just seems like somebody who is, like, very physically affectionate with both friends and significant others. Um, unfortunately for him, it cost him his relationship with Bella. Then we had that funny moment where Cliff was in front of the memory wall, like, plotting his game. He's, like, hyping himself up, getting himself angry, and he's like, no, I want it more. I, I've worked really hard for this, blah, blah, blah. So he's looking at the faces on the memory wall saying, like, we got Jack out and now we're going to do this. We're going to do that. I'm not going home. But then he's like, oh, I'm too worked up. I just need to I need to calm down. 186 men went down at the Alamo. Today may be my Alamo. I am focused. My only goal is veto. If I survive another chapter, El Cucurucha, El Cucurucha, that is I. You don't chase me out of this house. Jack is gone. Chase Christy out. They may be faster, they may be stronger, but I want it more. I want it more. I got to some of the tension I'm feeling right now. I'm too worked up. It's time to dance. So the way he calms down is by dancing, which I think is funny. Um, supposedly he dances with his wife every day on the live feed, so that's kind of cute of him. At this point, I think Cliff's whole life is a big, um, his whole big brother life is a big ploy for America's favorite house guest. And he's just trying to do stuff to get America to like him, which I get. I get it. I guess if that's his thing, then fine. I won't be voting him for America's favorite, though. So then there, there's a moment where Jackson and Sis are chatting about what to do, and Jackson says to Sis that they really need to get Christy out because this is the perfect time to do it without getting blood on their hands, which I think is on smart on his part um of course nobody had to nominate her he she would go home on tommy's hoh but of course we know that um she was put up because of the twist so it would be the perfect time for them to take their shot and i think if christy had stayed on the block 
They probably wouldn't have even needed Sis's boat to get her out. All they would have needed was Jackson, Holly, and one other person um, because it would have been three people on the block. Um, But then Sis brings up the fact that if Christy goes home, then Jackson becomes the next biggest target in the house, which I think is kind of untrue. I feel like, um, yes, Jackson and Holly are a target because of their relationship, but I think Tommy would probably become the next biggest target. Um, but who knows? They definitely, Jackson definitely is a large target, but, um, I think maybe Tommy would be the next one to try to get out of the house. So then we get the famous or infamous, uh, Otev competition and, um, it's Otev the paranoid pigeon, which the best part of this, um, competition is that, they get shit on by birds all the time, which I found to be really, really funny. Um, we know that Jackson is out first, and um, that is a little bit disappointing because we know that if Jackson won it, he would have kept um, the nominations the same, and Christy probably would have gone home. Then in round two, it's down to Cliff and Cat, and if you have been watching the live feeds, you know that Cliff has been having an issue with his leg. Um, it's been hurting him. He's had a brace on it for a while. So, of course, this competition is really tough for him. Um, in round two, everybody gets up to the top of the the top of the slope thing um, and onto their little stump. And it's down to Cliff and Cat, of course, the two nominees. And it's a fight to the finish. Essentially, Cat kind of cuts Cliff off and, like, jumps up higher on the rope and climbs right up. And everybody is so dramatic about it. bothering me. It's better that you keep going. Can you hear me? Yeah. My leg is bothering. It's better that you go. No, I'm sorry. That was so mean of me. I'm so sorry. No. Oh my God. Cat, pull yourself together. You're good. I feel so bad. I feel like a monster. I'm so sorry. They are crying. They are so upset. And like Cat was crying because she felt bad for what she did to Cliff. Cliff was sort of fine with it. He was just like, look, I'm already hurt and it's just better if you gun for this. I think he really wanted Kat to get her head in the game because he knew that if Kat won, Christy would stay up and it would give him more of a chance to stay in the house. But not only was Kat crying, we saw Nicole on the sidelines crying. We saw Jess on the sidelines crying. And I get it. I get that like this game becomes your whole life and it's all you can think about. So things that don't seem as emotional to us watching are really emotional for people who are in the house, but it just felt all too dramatic for me. I just couldn't do it. Then, of course, we know Tommy ends up winning it, which, in my opinion, was worst-case scenario. It was worst-case scenario for both Cliff and Kat also because the two of them remain on the block, unfortunately. 
Um, Christy, again, with her universe shit, saying that she manifested Tommy winning it and all this shit. But if I have to hear one more thing about manifestation or the universe, I don't know if I can do it, you guys. Like, seriously, she's very annoying. And we know, unfortunately, that Tommy takes Christy off the block. And because it is America's field trip, um, there is no replacement for the third nominee. There was a lot of talk on Twitter and here on TV Co. and the live streams about whether or not that made sense um, that Christy was able to be taken off the block because she was put up by America. And now some people are arguing that she shouldn't have been able to be taken off the block because, like, she shouldn't have been able to compete for Power of Veto and be taken off the block because she was a chosen nominee essentially by America. Of course, there was a competition involved, but still, she was chosen to be put in that competition to fight for her life in the game. I agree and disagree with that. I think I get why people are really upset by it. I was upset that she got pulled off the block because she's not one of my favorite people. But again, this is Big Brother, and typically we give people who are nominated the chance to fight for their own safety. So I think that it probably did make sense that she had the chance to win veto. But where I think it was unfair is that she won veto and then was just taken off the block and that was it. Or she didn't win veto. Tommy won veto. She was taken off the block and that was it. It kind of voided out the entire field trip aside from the punishment and Jackson being safe. Um, Like the main point of the field trip was for there to be a third nominee. And I think it would have been a really interesting dynamic, um, especially because votes would have been really important in that eviction. What CBS probably should have done was have the third nominee come down and either have Tommy name a replacement because he's HOH or have America vote on a replacement nom. Um, Either they could have America vote again or they could just take the next um, highest amount of votes for the field trip competition. So either Annalise it couldn't be Jackson because he was safe or if if the punishment was enough for Annalise they could have taken the fourth highest voted person and put them on on the block um I really would have liked to see a three-person nomination scenario unfortunately we didn't get to see that this time around but um I was looking forward to it so then we get into episode um 23 or we get into thursday's episode and at this point cat thinks she has votes to stay she has jackson holly and jessica but just needs one more and i think she's hoping that nicole will be that swing vote for her um but unfortunately for cat um nick christy tommy sis Nick, Christy, Tommy, and Sis kind of decide that they all want to work together and they're like, okay, who else can we pull in? They're obsessed with having a six-person alliance for some reason. They're trying to figure out who else they can pull in to create a stronger alliance and they pull decide that they want to work with Cliff and Nicole and they'll become the new six-person alliance. So Nick approaches Cliff with this idea and he agrees to it. I mean, what else is he going to do? He's sitting on the block. Of course, he's going to agree to that because it's an opportunity for him to stay in the house he would be stupid not to um unfortunately it does screw over jessica because she is also a part of cliff's angels and we will get out there a little bit later because um cat sort of approaches cliff and tells her how disappointed she is in him 
Um, but personally, I think it was the only option he really did have at the time. So then Nick approaches Nicole about the six-person alliance and basically tells her that this entire entire vote weighs on her, which I think, unfortunately for Nicole, she seems like somebody who's very easy to manipulate. I mean, we see it right here. Immediately when Nick tells her she's this swing vote, she gets really anxious and she feels like it's a lot of pressure on her. And in her own words, she says that it's a half million dollar decision. Like it could literally cost her winning in the end. This week is extremely stressful because I have two of my allies on the block, Cat and Cliff, and now I have Nick telling me that I'm the swing vote and I'm the one that's going to determine who goes home. And that could be a $500,000 decision. And and that really, really stinks. Um, so she's really torn. She feels bad because she's loyal to both of the nominees. And she doesn't know what to do at this point. Um, I felt bad for Nicole, but at the same time, play Big Brother like I said I feel bad for her in a sense but at the same time I don't because this is big brother and these are decisions these are the types of decisions you knew you were gonna have to make coming into this house and so you just need to make whatever decision you think is best for your game unfortunately for Nicole I think the pressure got to her she probably should have just kept her mouth shut about the six and gone with it because that's a majority Although it's maybe not the majority you want to work with, this is Big Brother, you're here to win half a million dollars, not necessarily to make friends. But unfortunately, Nicole can't keep her mouth shut and the pressure gets to her and she decides to tell Jess about the final six. For Kat's game, this is a good thing. For Nicole's game and Jess's game, I don't think it's the greatest. Nicole tells Jess about the final six and then of course Jess immediately goes to tell Kat. Kat gets really upset. She even approaches Cliff about it and says that she's really disappointed that he doesn't want to work with Jess anymore. And um, she's literally crying. Why did you make a deal that didn't include Jess in it? Because I'm on the block. I personally wouldn't, and that makes me really disappointed in you. And I'm so sorry, but that, sorry. that really does. Okay, well, I'm sorry about that. But when I'm told the only way I can stay in the house, it is a game. What am I supposed to do? Stand up for what you believe in. Like, stand up for the things that you told us that I thought that you believed in. I'm sorry. I am. But if the only way I can stay in this game is to throw Jess under the bus. I'm just, I'm just really disappointed. I'm just, I'm just disappointed. Um, but at, like what did she honestly expect if a group approaches you with a majority um, and you're on the block and you need to stay you're gonna yes man them all day long you're gonna say yes I'll be in your alliance yes I'll do this yes I'll do that and not for nothing it's a six-person alliance it's a majority regardless of regardless of if you're on the outskirts of it just make the deal so the fact that it got back to Kat and Jess wasn't good for Cliff because Kat made a compelling uh, campaign to stay of course we know it doesn't work out for her in the end but I think because Nicole couldn't keep her mouth shut it gave Kat slightly a better chance at staying but in the end of course we know she doesn't we get to the eviction speeches 
Um, Cat basically talks up Cliff a lot, trying to prove the point that he is a bigger threat than her. I think it was a smart way for her to um, sort of give her last plea. She's giving the house guests one more reason to want to vote Cliff out. Well, third time on the block, and it's been a great summer no matter what happens tonight. Um, I am a little bit sad that it is me and my dad up against each other. Um, I do want to hand it to Cliff. He fought his way back from banishment. He got evicted by almost everybody here, then fought his way back from Camp Comeback to then win that competition, come back, win HOH, yet he still has a gr that great of a social game that he's convinced everybody that I am still a bigger threat than he is. So I give you props, Dad. Um, and also, congratulations on everyone for their immunity going into next week. Um, even though that's completely dependent on who wins head of households tonight because you know that Cliff is going to march right up there and make more deals and I don't know if that's going to save everybody. We'll see what happens. But you know that Nick is going to be right there with him. And with that being said, conspire away, bitches. And of course at the end she says, conspire away, bitches, um, which we all know is a little nod to her previous are you bitches conspiring against me mantra. Then we get Cliff's eviction speech. He seemed really flustered. I think he the time was kind of like weighing on him. He felt very like scatterbrained while he was talking. But then he does his little Jerry Springer, I am not your father thing because Kat was saying how like he's her dad in the house. And she even says like, oh, I'm so sad. I'm sitting on the block next to my father. Cat, the results are in. What? I Wait, am. Is this a Cat, the results are in. I am not your father. <laughs> Is this Jerry Springer or Big Brother? All right. Thank you. <laughs> well. I didn't think Cliff's joke was all that funny. A lot of people thought it was really funny. Um, I thought it was kind of weird. I also was wondering where he got that card from. Like, is that just one from a past thing that they had there? Because I think he gave Kat some hope she was about to stay in the house, that he was about to pull out some power of some sort or something like that. But then he was like, I am not your father. And I was like, wow, Cliff, you just gave this girl hope that you were about to, like, pull out some power and save her ass. And now she's still stuck there on the block going home. So, of course, we know that Nick, Christy, Sis, Nicole, Holly, and Mickey all vote to evict Kat. The only person that votes to evict Cliff is Jessica, um, which I think is fine. I think a sympathy, sympathy vote is fine as long as you tell the other people like look I'm really close with Kat I have to just at least give her a sympathy vote because she's a friend of mine however I think Kat kind of wrote Jessica's death sentence when she left the house and only hugged Jessica at first I was like yes Kat like only hug Jessica because she's your only friend right now and like all these people did you dirty but at the same time if she is really Jessica's friend and she wants Jessica to go far in this game don't just hug Jessica because now everybody's looking at Jessica being like, why is she the only one getting a hug? Okay, so she's on the outside. So now we can put her up and get her out of the house because she's not with us. She's with Kat, who is now gone. I think like if we're talking about friendship, that was fine. But if we're talking about game, probably not a good decision if Kat wants Jessica to make it far in the house. I also thought it was funny that Kat left the house wearing that outfit for the competition she was really upset because she wanted to look cute with a dress and heels and I'm actually kind of annoyed for her like I think she should have gotten to wear what she wanted to but 
Unfortunately, she had to wear that outfit, but guess what? It's Kat, so she made it look good. She talks to Julie, and she just, again, she seemed very flustered, very upset that she wasn't in the house anymore, and she says that she felt like she was loyal to a fault, but she did say at the beginning of the game that um, her mom told her she could play the game and still be nice, so I think that was what she tried to do in the house, and I think she did. Um, unfortunately, it didn't work out for her, but yeah, and I'm very sad that Kat is no longer in the house. She was my favorite. Um, I probably will vote for her for fan favorite, either her or Kemi, potentially. I would love to vote for David, but I know those votes are going to end up being wasted, so probably will vote for Kat or Kemi for favorite. So yeah, very sad to see Kat go. Unfortunately for her, the bitches were conspiring against her. Sorry, Kat. As upset I am with Kat um, going home, I am still excited for the rest of the season. I am hopeful that we can get Christy or Tommy or somebody out of this house. We just need somebody to win HOH that is not a part of their little alliance. So that is all. Thank you so much for listening. Again, I will be MIA next week on vacation, but... I will be back after that and I will recap everything that I missed prior. So thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed. And if you want to chat with me further about Big Brother, again, you can find me at It's Me Breezy on Twitter. Use the hashtag OBrotherPodcast and you can chat. Thanks for listening. Bye.